survival, bushcraft, everything that people have to rely on, we have been doing for thousands of years. But now it kind of just seems to be a trend that people do. Of course, because we have all these civilizations and all that, I'm not going to get into all that. But for us adventurous folk out there, including myself, I have comprised a list of the essentials to wilderness survival, everybody. And if you want to back me up as a credible source, I have done quite a bit of camping in my time. I have been a uh, camp counselor back in the late 2010s. I military, so they, you know, they teach you all of those skills that are required for surviving out there. And I'm going to go through my list for everybody. Uh, some of these obviously are known. There are the food and shelter. There's the water collection. There's all that. But I'm going to go into a little bit more detail on the stuff that you need to bring in order to make sure that you can kind of live up to that in your fullest and you can be the safest out there so you're not having to scrounge for things. This also isn't just for wilderness survival in the woods. This isn't just survival in the desert. This isn't just survival in the urban environments. This is all of the above. So this is the essentials that people need to know because I know that people have varying factors and different environments that they live in. Uh, example, like I live in the desert. Um, not a lot of water to come by. So you have to learn how to find your own water. Um, there's people would think that there's not a lot of food to be found out here, but there's a lot. There have been so many animals that have been living out here. So if there's life, then there's food and there's means of living. But the number one thing that I put on my list that you would have to put for survival and wilderness survival is what I mean is a form of self-defense. People don't really put that as the first thing. They always put food, shelter, and water. Yeah, but when you're out there in the wild and when you're out there in environments that you're not used to, you are not the top of the food chain anymore. Um, you're not. You need some form of self-defense, depending on the area that you live, the country that you live in, the state that you live in, that may choose or determine what type, what type, what type of self-defense that you use. Examples, certain states might not allow you to own a pistol. Certain states might not allow you to own a certain type of rifle. Depending on how old you are, you might not even have had a rifle in your life. You might be too young. Or if you were a convicted felon in the past, you might not be able to own a gun ever again, legally. So depending on your certain circumstance, you can try to find a mean of self-defense. I would use, I mean, knives are highly important. Most people recommend you to get knives for survival anyways. I mean, they are pretty important. Knives, hatchets are a little heavy. You don't really have to get that. It's kind of excessive too. It's a little weighty to go into your bag. Not too crazy though. Hatchets are good. Saws, I mean, you could also use. They have little sharpened tips at the end of them that you can cut things with. But what I usually say for people that want to go into wilderness survival or any type of survival situation, like if they're bushcrafting, if they're going hobo lifestyle, if they're doing all that, get, get a gun. Get something that you can use to fight off predators, uh, people that want to potentially attack you or attack your loved ones or your friends. That's my first thing. The second thing that I have is now getting into kind of the normals. It's shelter. 
course you need shelter. And the reason that I put shelter after self-defense is because, to be honest, most people can kind of sleep anywhere, depending on the environment. If it's freezing out, yeah, you kind of need to find that first, but you also need to keep self-defense as your highest priority. But in areas like where I am, that's the reason why I put it as my second list, is because I'm in the desert, it's always hot. It's always dry. You're not really going to have to worry about sudden rainfall, sudden flooding. Plus, there are a lot of natural kind of shelters that can be made for you. A lot of trees, they can be acted. This is kind of short term. There are times of the year in the desert, of course, where there is sudden rainfall, but for the majority of it, not really. Um, and the type of shelters that I recommend to people aren't big tents. I really don't recommend big tents to people. Um, you can build your own shelter so you don't have to lug around a tent all the time. Plus, they're not really as efficient as others. I recommend for people starting out is to get a tarp. Uh, they could use a poncho. Uh, there are the military ponchos that can kind of extend out into a tarp. That's kind of the ones that I know. They can extend onto a tarp. You can put some bank line through them. You can put some paracord through them, attach them to trees. You could set them up on the ground, stake them down, and lift them up like a tent. Uh, tarp tents, everybody. I recommend people to look into all of that. I really do. They're, it's good stuff. It's really good stuff. And people are going to ask them, how are you going to sleep? You're just going to sleep on the ground? That's why I recommend people to just to get... Uh, with your ponchos, there sometimes comes poncho liners. Poncho liners are good. Um, we learn this in the military is what we is what people call ranger burritos, which is where you take your poncho and your poncho liner. You lay them down on top of each other flat. They have little grommets set around the side of them that you can take the kind of string. It's kind of like shoelace string that you can tie through the grommets and connect them together and just fold yourself into a little like a little burrito uh, where you're lying down on the poncho and the poncho liner but it's also big enough to where you can fold it over into a sleeping bag or you can if you want to have more leg room you can kind of just unbutton the sides and just sleep into that and it's actually pretty warm guys if it gets super freezing you can put a wool blanket in there in like the mix of all three all three of the poncho liner poncho and the blanket you can put it in there and that would work. So, tents. Yeah, you can. I, I don't recommend really people just to carry those big tents around. You can make tents with ponchos. You can make tents with tarps. And it works pretty well. And they're also water resistant, waterproof. A lot of tents are, but they're not. Uh, depending on which one you get, you know, you can have some that leak, some that don't. If, if Amazon purchases, real company purchases, what you know how it is, guys. So, Tarps are always going to be my go-to from now on. The issue I have, uh, some people might relate to this, especially my listeners from the West, is that it's so dry out here, you can't stake stuff down in certain parts. It's so dry and it's so hot. I mean, we haven't had rain out here in months. So the ground is dry and you can't put a stake through it without bending it. So find a method that you can use to where you can tape, not tape, where you can tie rocks with paracord or with bank line 
uh, there's certain knots that you can use that work. Um, certain knots, hitches, all of that stuff. You can put rocks on it, and it's it's more of a pain in the ass. I will admit, guys, I've definitely tried it, and I've gotten way too pissed at myself trying to set it up. But another thing that I'm going to address for people in the desert coming up is it's going to come up in a little bit. Number three that I have on the list is protection from the elements that you're in. And by I mean that is proper clothing. I mean, of course, that's common sense, guys. If it's cold out, put more layers on. But layer them correctly. There is a certain way to layer clothes to where you don't sweat. Because people don't understand, if they have all these layers on, but they're still freezing, that's because you're sweating. And the sweat, you know, gets cold. And then you start getting cold with it. So find instructions, find ways to layer your clothing correctly. It's all free on the internet. It's not a hard search. It's a good information out there. That's for the people in the colder environments. For the drier environments that, like, that I live in, during the night, it is okay to kind of strip down and kind of walk around. You can walk around shirtless or whatever because there's not a sun to uh, damage your skin or anything. The sun out here in the desert, guys, is brutal. I mean, from where I'm at right now, it's usually 105 to 110. It's going to be 120 coming up here soon what I'm thinking, <coughs> excuse me, long sleeves, guys, most people think when they hear 120, 115, 110, not to wear long sleeve stuff, it actually does matter, wear thin, long sleeve clothing that can keep the sun off of you, sun hats help too, I usually recommend boonie hats for people, if you don't know what a boonie hat is, just kind of look it up, they're kind of like, uh, what are they called? I don't know, what's the, what's the trendy thing that uh, everybody wears? It's the... No, it's not a sun hat. Sorry, I'm getting my source here. Bucket hat. It's kind of like a bucket hat, um, but it's more practical. It's got a long, larger brim on the sides. I recommend that to people. It's also got a strap, so what, you know if it gets super windy, you can strap it up to your neck and it, or your chin, and it won't fall off. I recommend that to people. So... Warmer, obviously warmer clothes, learn how to layer for cold people. And longer sleeve but thinner clothes for people that are in hotter climates, like the desert. If it's humid, if it's really humid out, most of the time there will be areas to where you can find shade. Then you can kind of find, um, you can find trees, you can find brushes that you can kind of shelter behind. If it's super hot, I recommend people kind of to sleep during the day or kind of rest during the day and then go out to when it starts getting cooler. Do what a lot of the animals do in the, surround, in the surrounding area. They have been living there for thousands of years, and you're new to this. So that's what I recommend to y'all. Number four that I put is obviously food and water. Finding food and water is its own beast and a half. Water is the first essential because people need to get water before food. People can last longer without food. Water is a tough one. Filtration systems work. Filtration systems are good. If you don't have a filtration system, there are kind of primitive ways to do it by using, you know, boiling it or clothing. But that takes a little while. If you need water instantly, which usually most people do when they're thirsty, they kind of need it like right away. It gets 
get a filtration system. The life straws are, eh, they're all right. But they don't really get everything out. Um, they don't really get everything out. I would definitely try to invest into a more expensive filtration system. I know it seems silly. They're super small, but they're like a hundred bucks. But that's something that I recommend to people. Water is essential to life. We all know that. Food, foraging is a really good method. Because I live in the desert, there is a lot of stuff to be foraged around, believe it or not. There's cactus pads that you can eat, and there's cactus everywhere. There's uh, mesquite beans. There's a bunch of stuff that can be made. Hunting is a really good skill to know, of course, because you can get a lot of food in one package. Rather than having to go out and forage for stuff. But foraging should be kind of like your first go-to if you don't know. Learn the, go online, look up the area that you live, look up the fruits, look up the vegetables, look up all the stuff that you can eat from growing trees, what all the other animals eat, and learn what's good for you there. I recommend that. And for hunting, you can trap. You can learn how to do that. But if you have a gun and you have a sufficient amount of ammo, you can use that. Don't just make sure not to run out of ammo for self-defense. Of course, don't don't get caught up helpless out there. Number five I put is a fire. Of course, you don't really need a fire right away, unless you are. <coughs> excuse me, unless you are in a super freezing environment to where you know it would be necessary to keep warm. But for a lot of people that try to get into wilderness survival and kind of being out there and you know surviving in the wilderness what i notice people usually tend to start out in more normal temperatures they don't try to go straight to the extreme where they're like hey guys i want to learn how to survive in the wilderness i'm going to do it in the middle of january where it's negative 10 degrees outside it's like no don't, you know most people don't do that if you do good for you but if most people don't do that fire is important you can use a lighter you can use a striker. Primitive methods. Learn how to use primitive methods, of course. Learn the materials that are good for cooking. Uh, learn the type of woods that are good for cooking. Oak, <coughs> oak is good for burning coals. Um, cedar, let's just say, is it kind of produces a lot more smoke, so kind of your food is a lot more smoky. Um, oak is good. Oak is good. I recommend that. If you don't have oak around your area, you can use other things, you know. Again, I'm going to keep referring back to the desert. That's where I'm from. You can use the wood from cactus. Yes, people that don't know, cactus has wood in it. Uh, the big saguaros. They do. Number six, navigation. You need to know where you're going. You need to know where is what. If you don't have a map of your area and you don't have a compass that you can use for land nav, I recommend people to use and get stuff for land nav. It's pretty important. But if you don't, you can use landmarks. You don't have to stray too far from your your area, from your your shelter, your home. Just know where you are at all times so you don't get lost and you're not helpless out there. That's one of my things, not to get helpless out there. This one, this next one might be a little strange to people. But number seven I put is entertainment. You don't want to be dying of boredom out there. You always have to keep doing something. If it ain't much, do a little. Get some entertainment. Find something to 
distract your mind for a second. If you're just sitting there, what I recommend, like what I recommended earlier for people in the desert is to stay there and kind of rest during the day. When you're resting, you're not always going to be sleeping. So find something to entertain yourself. That could be creating your own little wacky games to yourself. If you have a companion with you, play something with them. Try to just come up with stuff. Stuff that's not too energy draining, of course, if that is one of your concerns. But people need entertainment. People need stuff to find. To find. uh, What's the word? People need to find. I would just say, yeah, just something to keep themselves occupied. That is highly important to people. It really is. It's what makes. what makes survival is what makes our brain kind of just keep keeps on working so we just don't go into a depressive suicide number eight understanding of weather patterns and environments this is important of course this is all applicable to where you are weather patterns if you're living in seattle you got to worry more about rain if you're living in the desert you got to worry about the sun if you're living in Alaska or Montana or anywhere in the high snowy mountains, avalanches. If you're living in Florida or anywhere near kind of coast, hurricanes. Living in the Midwest, tornadoes. Understand weather patterns and how they kind of work. It doesn't really take much. There is kind of, you can get into your own niche of the area and you can go deeper and deeper and deeper. But I recommend learning the weather patterns. So that you do not get caught up and spun up in a tornado like, well, the old cow in Wizard of Oz. And what I kind of didn't mention earlier is for people is to set up everything in a manner to where you can get up and kind of go quick in case something does happen. Like if there's a storm, there's a flood, there's an avalanche, you need to get up out of there quick. You don't want to lose all of your progress that you've had for setting up in your survival. You just got to set up something to where you can just get up and go. Number nine, everybody, hygiene. People don't understand when you look at all these bushcraft videos, when you look at all these survival videos, they don't mention hygiene. They're like, yeah, yeah, you can just kind of live out there on your own. Yeah, you're going to die when you're a couple, when you're a year in, a couple years in because your teeth are rotting out or because you're, you get a cut in your leg and there you go, you're, you're done. It gets infected, good luck. I recommend to get stuff that's medicinal. Learn your herbal remedies that are in the area. Find the plants that you can use to treat yourself like medically or you can wash yourself. An example I keep using, I'm in the desert. You can use yucca. You can, if you don't know what yucca is, it's kind of like a type of tree, guys. It's, it's, it's a yucca plant and you can strip the leaves, bundle them up, and you can put them in water and you can use them. It's kind of a little slimy. You can use it as soap. You could also use aloe if you're in the desert, of course, for sunscreen, natural sun protectant. Uh, When I was living in the Midwest, there's certain types of leaves and certain types of trees that are really good for, you know, the same kind of purpose. Number 10 that I have for y'all, I might be off on my list, but number 9, number 10, whatever, is have a plan and a set schedule. Make sure you know what you're doing in certain parts of the day. Make sure you are not, like again, you're not clueless out there. You got to know what you're doing. You got to stay on your toes. Even the animals do that. 
We don't know exactly how they do it or what they think, but just make sure that you're on your toes when that happens. Have a plan. Don't get caught lacking out there. And then number 10, last one, if it's number 10, be prepared for anything, guys. Really. Anything can happen. People can stroll up. Animals can stroll up. Have a plan. Be ready. Don't be like the influencers. <laughs> That's what I say. Don't be like the influencers. Be ready. I hope I was straightened enough to the point for y'all. I know I kind of had to go on a little rambles, kind of had to figure out what words meant, but I'm going to kind of go over it a little bit through my 10. Number one, self-defense. Number two, shelter. Number three, protection from the elements, which includes clothing. Number three, or four, food and water. Number five, fire. Number six, navigation. Number seven, entertainment. Number nine, and number eight, I can't count. Understanding of the environment and the weather patterns. Number nine, hygiene. Number 10, to have a plan and a schedule. And then bonus number 11, to be prepared for anything. I hope this helped a little. I know this isn't really part of the series that we do. It's kind of a little off. But if you want to catch more of these series, they come out every other week, Saturdays. Today came out a little later. Usually they come out at 10, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Or if you're in California, it's 6, you know, find out your time zones. <laughs> My name is Evan, everybody. You can find me on Discord. You can submit your ideas through the Styles of Radio Discord. And you can be part of the discussion. If you put something in there, I most likely, 99.9% of the time, I will talk about it in the next episode. I highly recommend. We have a merch page installed for Rebel Radio. We're free content creators. We don't really get money from this. I do this for my own enjoyment, guys. I really do. Here we go, guys. Music's in. I'll see y'all later.